0: Welcome. It's nice to be with you. As I've said many times before, I believe in good. I believe that regardless of what happens, good will win. Recently I had the opportunity to test this theory. I was reminded that goodness prevails. I am further convinced that good things will happen to you and for you. May I now invite you to rest for a moment, to set aside your cares and concerns? I've set my clock for 20 minutes. My greatest desire is that you will hear something meaningful that makes your life better. May our time together give you comfort, assurance, and hope. Everybody has them. For most of us, they don't happen too often. They are unpredictable. They just show up, whether we want them or not. Kind of like rain when we want sunshine. What are they? A bad day. A bad day is that day when nothing seems to go right. It would be better if one awful thing happened. We could deal with that. No. On bad days, we can't bounce back from one thing before another happens. It's often the tap, tap, tap of small things that, taken together, overwhelm us. The title of my message today is Bounce Back from a Bad Day. I woke up with a stiff neck. Coffee in my morning routine didn't seem to work it out. I thought I was going to finish a project. As hard as I tried, I just couldn't bring it to a close. Jennifer and I went shopping for someone. We were in the same store. She found several nice things. My cart was empty. I walked the same aisles she did, but passed right over the perfect things she found. On any other day, I would have been more attentive. On this day, I tried and failed. There was a misunderstanding with someone. An unreturned text bothered me. My neck felt better, but now my wrist was hurting. There was more. You get the idea. Later in the evening, we were watching football together. She was reading a book while watching TV. She saw only parts of the game in between reading, but could follow the plays better than I could. She saw the penalties before I did, And she knew every time what the referee's call would be. She knew more about the finer points of the game than I did, and I was paying close attention. It came so easy to her. It really ticked me off. It was the collective, everything in one day. The accumulation. Every day has imperfections. If it sprinkles in the morning, but the sun shines brightly in the afternoon... I'd say we had a good day. This day there seemed to be no sunshine, no break from the clouds. This day seemed to be nothing but imperfections. Have you ever had one of those days? Of course you have. A camel is a strong animal, often used for hauling and carrying. They are incredibly agile and sturdy, but there's a limit to what they can do. An old fable tells of a farmer loading more and more goods onto his camel. The camel is now wobbling, its legs beginning to buckle. The farmer looks to the dusty ground and notices a piece of straw. He reaches down, picks up the straw, and places it on the load. The camel falls to the ground. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. It's the same way with our bad day. It's the one more thing we just can't handle. The camel was bearing the load until then. It would have done its job and been healthy for next time. But it couldn't handle the one more thing, even the smallest of things. I think it's significant that the teller of this story chose a lowly blade of straw as the item that caused the camel to fall. What weighs less than a single piece of straw? What is less important? The parable demonstrates that it doesn't matter what causes our shutdown. We all reach our own point of collapse. If I'm honest, it wouldn't have been a bad day if we hadn't watched that game together. That was my straw. I was handling everything reasonably well until then, but that small thing put me over the edge. That small thing was comparing myself to someone else, something I or anyone should never do. I tried to get a grip. I tried to remind myself, Chad, you're having a bad day. These are small things. The big things are okay. It didn't work. Nothing seemed to pull me out of the tailspin. Thankfully, the football game was at night. We went to bed, and the next day was much better. Bad days are just that, days. They don't last forever. They come, but they go. Bad days don't change our lives. Bad days are the collective of many small things. They're not life-changing. We may have those days too, but those are really rare. Only a few in our lifetime. There's a difference between someone cutting you off in traffic and getting a terminal diagnosis of health. Taken alone, traffic incidents are minor. We can let it go. Bad days don't happen often. Most of us can handle the unpredictable daily routine, we answer questions, solve minor emergencies, and fill in for the missing coworker. We put out one fire, then the next. We go to bed, then do it all over again without too much trouble. But some days, we either can't recover in between, or each bad thing has more stickiness, where one thing layers on to another, then the next, and so on. Eventually. Our load is too heavy to bear. Then that final straw comes along. We can't make the bad days disappear. No one can. Nor can we prevent them. Bad days will come, but they don't have to derail you. First, remember this too must pass. Whatever is happening today is temporary. You can endure anything for a short period of time. Second, take a detour. A nap, walk, a hobby, or something strenuous takes your mind off your problems. Change the water on the minnows, as my father would say. I'm not sure about the story behind this I'm not sure I'm not sure about the story behind this, but the phrase means A change of scenery can change your perspective. Third, set it down. Another expression is, get it off your chest. Write down what's happening, actually on paper, or type it on a screen. Want extra credit? Include how you feel. You might use words like angry, frustrated, fed up, tense, or sad. Another way to set it down is to talk to someone. This seems more natural for women, or at least we think women share their feelings more easily or frequently. We're also taught to believe that men shouldn't have feelings, shouldn't express them, and never, ever speak about or admit them. I was taught to believe this. Today I find it foolish. How could men be so different from women not to have feelings or to believe that we are somehow stronger to handle them better. I bottled up my feelings for years, only to become miserable. I learned how to let feelings out when the pain of holding them in became worse than the pain of trying something different. My life is much better now since realizing that sharing feelings is a healthy way to deal with them. I became friends with a man at work. We had similar positions, but in different departments. We would occasionally work together or see each other. After a time, we found out we had several things in common. We became friends. Because I had learned the benefits of letting out bottled-up feelings, I considered sharing something important with this friend of mine. I wondered how he'd react if sharing feelings between two men would be considered taboo, or if he'd see me as weak or weird. I decided that it was worth the risk. Today, I can't remember what the problem was that I was carrying, but I do remember that it wasn't going away. I couldn't set it down. I mustered my courage and asked him for advice on something I was dealing with. Looking back, I believe I did two things right. First, I took the risk of sharing a problem with someone else. I chose a friend. You might ask a family member or a professional. Second, I asked for advice. This says, in effect, I respect your opinion. You are someone I look up to. I value what you have to say. Friends, humans are built to help. And most of us love being asked for and being able to share our opinion. Today, that man is my best friend. He has helped me deal with many problems and situations. He's talked me down on some of my bad days, and I believe I've done the same for him. I still find it amazing how much lighter a problem is when it's shared with someone else. Mm. May I speak to you from my heart? A bad day happens to everyone, to you and to me. It doesn't mean you are bad. It's not punishment, not torture or repayment for something you did or didn't do. Give yourself permission to have a bad day. Bad days say nothing of your strength or weakness your education level or coping skills. Bad days happen, just as rain happens. It's not a reflection of anything else, it's just rain. You have whatever you need to endure your bad days. You have lived through them before, each time learning more, growing in experience and wisdom. Even though one bad day may feel totally different from any other, your storehouse of past experiences helps you deal with and process what happens today. I should take a break here and interrupt. I'm not talking about clinical depression. Depression is a chemical change in our bodies that renders us unable to deal with the smallest issues successfully. Depression requires care and treatment beyond what I'm able to give. If you believe you are clinically depressed, please see a medical provider or mental health professional to get the care you need. You can remember that what happens today is temporary. It's fleeting. I'll bet you can't remember the details of a bad day you had just two weeks ago. In two weeks, I will have forgotten about mine. The same will be true for you. You can find a detour so your mind doesn't process over and over. What takes your mind off things? Reading? Listening to music? A favorite hobby? You can set it down. Of course, this works best if you don't pick it up again. Writing, either on paper or on a screen, is a very real and effective method. I didn't believe it until I tried it. If privacy is important you can write in such a way that no one will ever see what you've written. Talking to someone is a perfect way to set it down. Maybe you consider it a risk. That's fair, but ask yourself this. If a friend or loved one came to you asking for your opinion about something important, wouldn't you help? Why then wouldn't they listen to you and offer their guidance? If it will get you started, ask them for their opinion about whatever it is that's on your mind. In no time, they'll be doing the talking. You can do this. You can bounce back from bad days. You can overcome whatever stands before you. You can live the life you desire. Even if it wasn't modeled for you, even if no one in your family or anyone around you has the life you want, you can. In closing, may I say this, I don't have any special power, but you do. My voice and my message is only the trigger. The power is within you. You have everything within you to have the life you desire and to overcome whatever stands in your way.